Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Shane Douglas Stewart, Bittercape, Ashley Tuggle, Mystic Sybil, Pearl Crandall, Christopher Nelson, Alicia Hall, Jens Griem, Caitlin Perry, Eric Wood. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Welcome to episode 117 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... A hundred teen sevens and ones. <laughs> Brim Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. <laughs> and who are you playing? A badly said number. <laughs> oh, Ben's all sassy now. <laughs> Been away, I've built up. It's Grizzle. Hello. How much to her in our time? Uh, Sasha. <laughs> And Azu. Now you may notice it's been a few months. Oh, so you know we're no, all. They won't have noticed. It's been a week for them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you're horrible. And we hate you. We had to wait so long. So Time. you know, continuity. We'll Stupid we'll see. Jesus <laughs> having his birthday. Ugh. So we'll see if we can get the continuity working as a recap, which I think we all need. You were in Damascus, you were all sorting out a water shortage and also machinery problems and, oh, look, someone's building simulacrums and so on. And then we were saving the world again. Yes, yes, that's the simplest way of putting it. However, whilst you were in the factory, there was a brief fight with a Medusa that you just annihilated again. Oh, Classic. Just really they annihilated. They got a bit of damage in before. Oh, sure, but I mean, three of the party aren't statues, yeah. so that's <laughs> that's a big failing on my part. That's that's on me. That's on me. I've learned my lessons. Like, I won't be doing that again. Always use more than one Medusa. That's a that's a hot take. Always use more than one Medusa. What if they accidentally look at each other? Always use two Medusas with one eye each. That'll well, that solve the problem. Blinkers, better, better. Also, Wimples. Like, Medusas are immune to each other because the Gorgons, they were all sisters, so they must have lived with each other. 
Or maybe they were just really passive aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) They just left notes but never actually met face to face. (laughs) So you did manage to take out that. And then you got a rather rather distressing message and uh, yeah. And that one was basically we have your people and their hostages. And there was a mirror, wasn't there? Let's yeah. see, everyone, you all feel like fools now for having people you care about. <laughs> everyone knows <laughs> pro <laughs> players have no ties. I'm yeah. a lone wolf and orphan. <laughs> <laughs> also, each of my parents hey, was a lone, lone wolf, wolf orphan. It's just everyone you like died. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah it's, good Bertie wasn't, it's good Bertie wasn't around. Who would they have taken for Bertie? He didn't even care about Brutor anymore. It's fine. They'd clone Bertie and then take Bertie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only valid. Se- I've already considered just, what would, would have been the be solution a to that pile of money. Steal his armor. <laughs> ah. So, having taken that out, there was a little bit of strife. A little bit of strife with Grisop wanting to stay and finish the job, even though there were things afoot. Yes. And Azu being like, "We have to rescue people because gods, and also people are nice. We should rescue them." Ah, but we should have to stay here because gods. Yeah. yeah wow. So that happened. You briefly <gasps> shot Einstein. Right. I mean, that happened. Oh, yes. yes. Someone appears, I shoot them. Ah, why? Well, you should be teleporting to rooms. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of his shtick. Though. But yeah. you what? did manage to get teleported to Rome, mm. where things are Bad. terrible. Things went from bad to worse. Everyone apart from Grizzop, to be specific. worse. So we have the issue of the sun's weird. It's incredibly hot when you're in the sun, and it's incredibly cold when you're in the shade. And there's teleporty wolf things that were just... Just destroying you. Yeah. Specifically Einstein. You're smiling so much, Alex, and I don't like it. It's because there's a solid chance I could strand the entire party in the one part of the world where I can't get them back out again. party? Uh, I'm going to stand by that statement. The world world eventually ends up just populated by Ben's. (laughs) All of Ben's characters (laughs) stretching It's like the final scene of Matrix 3. (laughs) (laughs) Being Ben Valkovich. (laughs) (laughs) You'll come out of the wasteland and every character is Ben. That is is a tempting result. In the grim darkness of the far future. There is only Ben. And he speaks in pig Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Warus having us against us, Benus. So, as it stands, you are all sheltering at the bottom of a taverna. Is that the right? We're in a basement. Which it's Rome a nice, wouldn't be taverna. Secure basement. I mean, by which you mean the windows and doors are super. It's a basement. basically open. There's <laughs> one entrance. Is there? What windows? No, there's a. It's a there's definitely. Right? A, there's a this cold is... shoot. There is definitely a way out. Meanwhile, we have the wall. Yes, there would definitely be a way for the barrels to be rolled down into. That's how you got in. Oh, what? No, there should be two then, because there'd be the one for the barrels and the one for the people. Yeah, there's the stairs. The blocked stairs. So there are. Oh, God. Great guys who just canonically like locked us in. <laughs> Cheers. Meanwhile, we have Grizzop who has single-handedly flooded the entire factory at this stage. Briefly spent some time finding out where the water was going, which was down the mine, and just went, "No, mm-hmm. I won't go down there." There was a there was a solid consideration of that, but no, attempted and failed, not through lack of effort to uh, destroy a funnel, but then got caught in his pants by a load of orcs at the top of a mountain. And also, he was in Diet Coke ads. I remember He Diet was Coke specifically ads. in a Diet Coke yeah. ad, yes. And on top of all of that, he was forced to admit that there were two options here. You could either leave <laughs> me alone or... 
It was it was killing you that was asking it. for help. So we're going to give everyone what they want, which is we're going to start with Grizzop in his pants. Yeah, that's yeah. what the fans want. None of those high-stake nonsense. And by the fans, I mean everyone except Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so starting with Grizzop in his pants. The last thing that has been yelled is that needing help thing. So yeah. you are by the funnel trying to sort of take it out whilst the river's still heading down into the funnel. It's, it's still hidden behind that angled illusion thing and uh, all of the orcs are sort of have managed now to circle around the hole where the water's going in so you got you're counting at least 40 orcish heads all looking down a bit confused they all uh, step away from the hole and even from where you are with the rushing water you hit them <laughs> the original orc pokes his head over then all the rest you okay uh, one sec then all the heads go away again I will go back to hacking at a support with an adamantine arrow. Okay. You hear the sounds of major activity up top. It sounds like lots of people, and whatever they're doing, they're having a lot more success than you are down there. Like, major landscaping type things. Even- eventually, the original orc pokes his head back over. Right, you don't want to move. What? Oh. Okay. That would be good. Fine. All right, I'll put the arrow back in the quiver and climb back up. So you go up the stairs and eventually you make it to the same place where you would be able to hop out onto the ledge. I'm assuming you do so. Uh, yes. Okay. You hop out, there's this brief fuzz of the uh, illusion and now you're looking down at uh, an, a completely perfectly fine thing where the river is not there, etc. blah, blah, blah. You also see... Give me a perception check, actually. First one of the year. Make it bad. Uh, it was averagely rubbish. 14. 14! Welcome to 2019. It's mediocre. So you look around and what you see, uh, maybe 60 orcs, maybe more, hard to tell. Like, they're all moving around doing activity. You realise that a lot of them seem to be disappearing up the uh, river, like, through the illusion. So you have the weird thing of, like, there's probably 60, but every time they walk about 20 feet up the hell, they They disappear. disappear. But that's where all of the activity seems to be happening, and you're you're face-to-face with a uh, strapping young buck of an orc they are rugged. The She's like, swipe right. <laughs> You've been playing too much Dream Daddy. <laughs> yeah, this is like seduce. <laughs> does, 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 the, does the strong orc have a small child that they are caring for? Oh yes, but it's in their papoose. They're not carrying it in their arm. No, oh, so yeah. the, the orc does Press not. Press B to flirt. <laughs> uh, what the orc does have is uh, rather like long and, and lustrous hair for an orc. Normally they tend to go more bald, Helen whereas this one literally one's, melted. This one he wearing a shirt that like cuts down to the navel, and is he standing in front of a fan? He's not wearing does he a have shirt. Piercings and ah. tattoos, Alex. He does. It's yes. really weird. <laughs> Uh, and he's he's there with. Gonna need a moment. <laughs> you, you, see, you see, strapped across his back is a huge. It looks like a sledgehammer. It doesn't look like a war weapon. It looks like a massive sledgehammer. And you notice around his belt, he's got like tools and like carabiners. See now, I'm into. <laughs> you can't punch all your problems. How practical is? Um, he he has one pocket that's empty, just in case he finds something that needs to go in that pocket. With strong hands. <laughs> And he's just sort of looking down at you. He doesn't seem particularly disapproving, mostly just a bit bit suspicious because you're where all of the water's been going. He's just like, so, um, I I feel like I should ask you what's 
a bit, a bit more detail about with... the, you know the situation's going on with the river going down the hole and me being there in my pants trying to destroy it yeah yeah right that go on then <laughs> right so I'm going to come back to Rome <laughs> so in Rome we have forgotten one awkward fact to do with the weather uh? you may have taken shelter in this sort of taverna basement mm. I'm going to keep saying taverna because it's stuck in my mind now whether that's right or not I don't think it is it's going to be cold down there. Oh, like, no. real, real cold. So even though the sun hasn't actually apparently set, it seems a bit overdue, it is properly cold down in the basement. Like, you are seeing your breath Start frosting in front of you. Little fire on uh, the floor. Endure Elements last 24 hours, and yeah. I cast it about four hours ago. But only on yourself, because yep. then things started exploding, and you were like, note, don't explode the party. I'm going to start fire. I've got survival stuff. Okay. Can you give me a survival, survival check? check? Yeah. For what it's worth, you can light a fire. This is more telling, like, whether you manage to hide the smoke and blah, 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 blah. So it's just a wisdom modifier because mm-hmm. it's an untrained skill. Fortunately, Sasha is surprisingly wise, but she did roll a three. So uh, that's oh. only five. So you are able to light a fire. Again, I don't... To clarify, actually, hit rules with Rusty Quill. It's the new year. One of the things that really annoys me is in the survival check, it's like, if you get a five, you just can't light a fire. It's like, great, so I just do it again? Like, it's a very... Yeah, I'll take it, ten. Yeah, it's in a fact, very... I'll take twenty. It's a very, very silly thing. But what that I use instead as an alternate is it tells me the quality of what you've done in terms of, like, if you were, like, a 15, it'd be like, great, this is a sunken fire, no one can see it, you've got enough fuel, whereas at the lower end, it's like you've had to scrape stuff together, blah, blah, blah. So you have a fire lit. It is a bit of a meagre thing, mm. mostly because there's not actually that much stuff to burn yeah. down here. That's okay. It's a lot, of, a lot of smoke. It's a lot of ceramics rather than mm. anything else. So you're not generating a lot of smoke. You're also, frankly, not generating a lot of heat. It's mm-hmm. it's mostly throwing the uh, place into weird, like, flickering shapes. And I have fire shapes. dagger as well. Uh, fire daggers don't give off warmth unless they're stabbing. I stab Stab myself repeatedly. (laughs) A sack of some kind and then like hold it for fire damage warmth. But Um, surely we need to huddle together for warmth. Anyone want to get stabbed? Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Alright, never mind. Einstein is currently huddled up like in a broken amphora, shivering a little bit. I could try casting enduring elements again, but we know that it's a bit risky if anyone really needs it. There is another howl in the distance. Oh no. I I wonder if they're attracted to magic. I've been wondering that as well, yeah. What do you want? Are you okay? I'm good, I'm good. I think, yeah, maybe huddling together for warmth is a good idea. I've got a big cloak. Can I pick Einstein out of the amphora and cuddle him? Yes, you can. Yes. Do I need to roll for cuddle? Your armour is very cold. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. This is horrible. Okay. Ten out of ten for sentiment. <laughs> Thank you. Three out of ten for execution. I'll take my leather jacket off. and Oh, actually, no, my cloak of elvenkind. Wrap him in a cloak of elvenkind. Oh, this is good. This is good. It's this also is... sneaky. Yeah, this is, this is a good solid eight. <laughs> out of... Let's ten. say ten. Oh, okay, all right, good. Yeah. He kind of... And wait, ten is high. Yes. All right. Not one for formal education. <laughs> Me just... too. Right? Like, what's the point in thinking the same way everyone else does? I know, right? That way, you don't even end up like that. Those are the people that everyone go through doors. Everyone, give me doors. a sense motive. Thirty-one. Oh, what? <laughs> She's very what? what did you roll? Also, is that a natural 20? That's a natural 20, and my sense motive is 11. 
Uh, we'll be shocked to know 14. that Azu is extremely empathetic. Uh, so I got nine. So no one else is kind of tweaking this. Azu, obviously Einstein is uh, one teleport short of a party. I don't know, but there is. You, you're realizing that even for him, he's a little bit out of it like mm. he's clearly the worst for wear and it's coming out in prattling and I realise that he normally prattles but you are like hmm this is a little disjointed even for you because mm. he's just started being like now the thing about a number two pencil you see is it's <laughs> underrated mm. how about you go to sleep mate I would if I could OC point of memory. Did anybody heal Einstein? Or is yes. That- yes, he was yeah. healed enough to be Stable. stabilized. Okay. But he's at, to be clear, he's at like six hit points. That's or fine. Something? He's mechanically absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In any other game. <laughs> but yeah, he's just there. And he's like, okay, no, that's fine. He starts mumbling and he's just kind of he crawls back into his amphora and you hear the occasional oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm probably just gonna like guard the amphora since I can't help with heat or anything there is another strong howl that's taken up in a different location and then a second one which overlaps with it so you know it's not just one bouncing between locations and howling do we need to move soon or do we hide I think we have, we have to try and rest I mean the professor definitely needs it I could really use it I'm sure you guys could as well I'll take a watch we definitely need to set watches though yeah you yeah. folks nap can everyone please give me, apart from Hamid, sorry, an endure elements? Is that just a, that's just a con. Uh, um... <laughs> that is not a thing in this system. It's been a while since I played Pathfinder. Yeah, can everyone give me a fort save, please? 20 non natural. Okay. Oh no. You've you got, you got really high. That, that was an 11. That was an 11? Yeah. So, Sasha, you're handling it all right. Yeah. It's almost like growing up. In cold, dark underground spaces makes one more used to cold, dark underground spaces. Yeah. Meanwhile, Azu, yeah, your armour, you know how it picks up the heat? Oh, also no. radiates it as well. You cold. Yeah. You real cold. You're not taking damage yet, but uh, you will not get any rest. Like, if you were to stay here another, like, until everyone had a full rest, you will not be rested. I'm going to take the armour off. Okay. Einstein is also clearly sort of shivering despite the cloak but I don't know if there's much you can do for him one thing about that uh, in Pathfinder I think it takes you about 10 minutes to put your armour back on so if you what? suddenly get beset well it's straps it's, and it's, yeah, big, it's big armour that's the problem yeah. with heavy armour oh, you can't just throw okay. it on and go I'm protection happy. or comfort yeah I think I think it'll be f- I think it's minutes equal to the armour check penalty See, you're on uh, that sounds health. about right actually yeah. Yeah. oh no not full but like you're. I'm doing well. Is what you're trying to. Also, you they, are as healthy as I could possibly be, and I am not that healthy. <laughs> I mean, survival skills that Hamid definitely doesn't have, but literally the best way to warm Einstein up would be body warmth. Once you've taken your armor off, you should snuggle him. Oh, categorically, you would probably know that in character. Actually, give me a heal check. What? Um. Okay. You have heal. You I have do. all the heal. You're from Aphrodite. I do have heal. That is only a 14. Only a 14? Yeah. Yeah. Huddling together will uh, conserve a lot of body warmth. The fire's giving out more light than is heat. Doesn't mean you should necessarily stop it, but huddling is totally the thing that you should do. And regardless of whether it takes you a long time to put the armor on or take it off, you reckon it's probably a better idea to take the armor off and stop your party freezing. Mm. But again, it is a sort of flipper coin. So Sasha is going to stick her head out of the hole, which means that you sh- can focus on... 
keeping everyone inside the thing warm. For what it's worth, cuddling with the little. There's a reason that you're finding it easy. Then mm. you're basically on a boundary between baking hot desert and yeah. ice cold midnight desert. So yeah. you can just kind of bit hot, step out, bit cold. Just use a fan a bit to move the air <laughs> around. Yeah. Okay. In which case, I do take the armor off, and then I look at Hamid. Okay. And I say, we should do like penguins, and what? What are penguins? They're small birds that huddle together for warmth in the cold. Oh, you're saying we should huddle together? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Hamid went to university. (laughs) Hamid doesn't need to know everything. Zoology. (laughs) (laughs) I just decided he didn't know what a penguin was. The thought amused me. I was like, yeah, roll roll with it. It's not used as a component in any of the major spells. I I like Helen's face, which is, wait, a penguin's not a thing in this. Economically it's bad. fine, it's fine, it's fine. There are dragons with no penguins. <laughs> so, so what kind of nightmare plane is this? Swim, don't be absurd. So, so, so we're gonna take a break whilst I list all of the animals in this world in alphabetical order, okay? Rusty Quill presents Stella Firma, a new sci-fi comedy podcast. Join me, Trexel Geistman. Oh, and also me, David Seven. David, will you please be quiet? As you follow the adventures of Stella Firma Limited's most effortlessly charming and respected planet designer, working to make your requests a reality. Uh, and me, his clone assistant, who actually writes things down. David, one more word out of you and I'm putting your head in a vacuum tube. Mm. Season 1 premieres on February the 15th and is available for free via iTunes, Spotify and all other good podcast players. For more information, visit RustyQuill.com. Trexel, can we please get back to the brief now? Right, that's it. Into that tube. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Last but not least, Aardvark. That is all the animals in this extant world. (laughs) I'd expect nothing less of Alex. (laughs) So, with that in mind, back to Grizzop. Hello. And that is basically everything, okay? So, a bit tired. Can we just get this river sorted out so Damascus doesn't die? Yeah, great. Step back. A lot. He starts walking back away from the hole. 
fine. I'll hop away like putting a shoe on. <laughs> There's a low rumble, like a really, really low rumble. The rumble builds and you hear the distinct sounds of shifting rock. And then suddenly, a very distinctive sound. breaking through the illusion comes just, it appears to be some kind of landslide or something. You're talking like boulders the size of cars. All of this starts pouring down into the hole and you hear the distinct clang of car-sized boulders hitting a funnel Take and really, really messing it up. A huge amount of like earth and rock and stuff starts smacking down into it until eventually... It starts to subside, and there's just the odd, like, dropping piece and something. There is dust everywhere. Thankfully, it's being dealt with quite quickly. Uh, the river still appears to be pouring into the hole from where you can see, and the illusion is still there, showing that there's nothing there. So it's a, you have, like, this weird, narrow window of loads and loads and loads and loads of rocks, and now it's finished. There's loads of dust, a river that's still not there because of the illusion, and a hole that isn't there because of the illusion. I'm going to excitedly grab a small rock that I can carry, run up to the side of the pit, throw it in and go, Suck it, hole! <laughs> you hear, despite all of the, the roar of the water, you hear a, you hear a splush. <laughs> Helen! Don't know what you mean. Sink. You, uh, you wouldn't happen to be able to dispel or, or get rid of magic, would you? Um, not that, no. Sorry. <sighs> oh, no, hang on, wait. Thanks, by the way. Yep. Trump's over, sticks his head in the hole, brings it up, turns around, and there's, like, moisture across all of his face. So, uh, yep, that's probably going to be fine. Okay, um... So, very quickly, Ben question. Can I get rid of it using Spellcraft, or do I need, like, an, a special arcane disenchant You thing? could not get rid of it. You, you Spellcraft would know what it is. You would need a dispel or something right. similar. So I'm aware that, no, that's not something. No, you, for what it's worth, dispelling it is easier than making the thing, but you're still going to need someone quite good, because, like, there are checks. Like, and... need to be an arcane caster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fine. I don't think Hamid... Could. I don't think he has dispel yet, does he? No, you ha- it's a it's, it's a feat you have to take. We, ah, there we you need go. wild, basically. Yeah, yeah, effectively, yeah. Oh, wait, actually, if we can find Oscar Wilde, he'll be able to do it. Um, in Damascus. Okay, uh, give me a. Sa- you know what? Come with me. Come with me. He starts walking and then just disappears up the uh, illusion that leads up river. I'll run after. Second you're up river. There's everybody. Turns out they weren't using magic to shift stuff, but in the sort of gorge valley that's up at the top where they've they've basically been lining it all along the side. You can see they've driven like iron stakes in along the whole length and let the river How long pull did it that in. Take them. Good question. But you're not there, are you? I mean, I'm just saying. If they knew about this already, why were they complaining about the river situation down in Damascus? They've been working at this for a while. So, the orc stands there, sort of holds his out. Bronk. Holds his hand out to you. Sorry, was that Bronk or Brock? Bronk. Bronk. Okay, nice to meet you, Bronk. Grizzop. Come on, name's Brock. Weird. Hey, Grizzop. So, um, we're kind of in the middle of a thing. Uh, you can join us if you're uh, Artemis, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, great. So, we we seem to have found a river that's coming out in our settlement. We've managed to clear all of the children and so on, but um, there's been decent landslide and we're trying to sort of find out what's been happening you seem to have a lot of info right your settlement is where not not damascus somewhere well it's above damascus isn't it uh down river though right so we're trying to find out what's happening apparently someone's redirected the river you've given me a lot to think on are you he's kind of he's kind of thinking no do you live by a mine no 
Uh, someone better not be mining under us, that's our land. Oh, well, I mean, the kind of person who built an evil factory underneath and stole Damascus's river, probably the kind of person who's going to mine under your land without telling you. So, it's possible that that's the case, because lots of water went down a mine, mm. and it might be that it came out near your settlement. He cups his hand around his mouth and goes, Oi! Huddle! At which point, about 50 orcs <laughs> all start Am I coming having? down the garage. Or are you having? Yeah, okay, you can huddle too. Okay. Grizzop is surrounded by big burly thighs as far as his eyes can Helen needs a moment. (laughs) So many knees to shoot off if I have to. (laughs) Right. So we know that it's been going down the mine, apparently, and we know that it's uh, swept our thing. Someone's been under our land. There's a big kind of furore, and everyone's not happy with that. One of them yells, uh, It's probably the goblins! He's like, Look. We've no reason to suspect it's the goblins. Uh, just quick. I know, hello, a goblin, obviously, but as far as we know, it's humans. Uh, some sort of horrible cult. Right. Although they probably got goblins to build it, but I don't think goblins were involved with the running of it. I don't think there's much more we can do here. I think we have to go back down and start dealing with this in Damascus. All in favour? There's a... Like... About three quarters of them put their hands up. The ones who don't are like, goblins. <laughs> They're not really doing much. They're just there being naysayers. All right, fine. You got ten minutes. Everyone starts scurrying about activity. He turns to you. Who's this wild then? Oh, he's a member of the meritocracy. Someone we know, powerful illusionist, so could probably get rid of the illusion, I'm assuming, or would know somebody who could. Do you reckon he'll be at the uh, meritocratic office thing? Probably. Perfect. He's got an office there. You okay to come with us? Yes. Great. I'm going to jump to Rome. Whomph! No, (laughs) I was hoping that things would not happen there for a bit longer. Nope. So, Rome. Yep. The howls continue, and then there's a distinct third. So you hear the occasional howl in the distance, howl in the distance, completely different direction, howl in the distance, etc. Then at some point, there is a howl that turns into a yelped scream. And, and then the howling stops. I mean, you're the one on watch, and you have excellent perception skills. I would suggest give that you, me a perception you, check. You try and work out which direction that came from. Yeah, me and Hammer are spooning. Uh, Twenty three with, with Einstein between us. Twenty three. Yeah. So there are two things that I'm going to give you with that. Number one is that there's been a decent amount of the howls have clearly been in midair. That's mm-hmm. one of the things, and the cry that came from a yelp was comparatively close Mm. and was also at ground level. Hmm. You wouldn't be able to pin it down like your inner city. Like, I could say, like, over there, I guess. It's broadly back the way you came, but apart from that... Uh, There's something out there. I'm going to check it out. Pulled her cloak of elven kind off that I assume it's been over the top of them and, like, heads out. Are you going to be okay alone? Well, you guys need to rest. Better to wait till morning. I mean, morning, but still. <laughs> I don't want it to just sneak up on us and, you know. Best way to stop that is to stay where we are, not to go out seeking something. Yeah, we shouldn't split up alone. Mm. I'm sorry, Sasha, but we'll, we'll go as soon as, as soon as we're ready. Fine, I guess, but... You might need should, to rest too at some point. We should go soon. It's going to find us, whatever it is. You hear... 
I'm basing this off your earlier perception check, mm. by the way. I can't be bothered doing check after check after check. No. There's definite movement approaching your location. However, it's something that's trying to be quiet. And you didn't see any visual evidence when you were looking. Nabs the cloak of Elvenkind and sneaks off. It's coming. Um, I'm going to flank it. You prepare. Like, guard that entrance. So she's going to head out and try and get around the thing. So that if it's heading towards them. Mm -hmm. Give me a stealth check first. Ooh, okay. So that's 17 plus 20. 37. 37. Okay. Uh, Three seven. It's uh, stealth check three seven. Oh, three seven. Okay. Cheers, Ben. I'm, I'm so lost there. <laughs> so uh, Sasha's gone, and you're not sure she was ever there to begin with. It's <laughs> <laughs> a retroactive sneak sneak check. You just imagined uh, this whole time. Give me another perception check for this one, because this is looking with something in mind. Oh, that's only nineteen. Nineteen. Yep. Take this description how you will. Okay. <laughs> You hear the sound of something definitely not making a noise, mm. and you see something that's definitely can't be seen. <laughs> there is definitely something around, and you have no idea where. Well, it's but- it's basically you are basing this almost entirely on that little prickly bit at the back of your neck when someone's looking at you. Okay, so let's say the layout. So essentially, there's a basement uh, which has a hole that you get out of the basement onto the main street as you do in a pub when you're trying to roll barrels down so Sasha's gonna very intensely sneakily sneak out of that along that street a little way and then cross the street so that she's huddled in the shadow of a building that is diagonally facing it so essentially if anything comes towards that hole she will be able to like throw a dagger or plunge something into the back of its head okay uh, and that is in fact more relaxing for her than seeing in the um seeing in the basement. So like yeah. Just like gets a, a blossom of well being. Oh. Alex isn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> that means that we are very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Alex rolled a natural one on the only role that the character that he's about to describe had to make. A oh. stealthy character lets out a little fart. <laughs> <laughs> A piece of rock. I had a little one as well. <laughs> a piece of disturbed rock. Yep. Tips, it's crazy! Tips off the roof above you uh, and lands at your feet. I didn't take that. Everyone, uh, apart from Grizzop, please give me an initiative. That just cost me a surprise round! Do you have any idea how annoyed I am? Is this another mechanically complex and very powerful enemy that they will immediately kill very easily? They can't. I mean, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get to rest, so I have very few spells. Correct! Well, that's a two. Also, I did say that I put my armour back on. So is that two yeah. on the roll or two for the initiative? Oh. Well, isn't my initiative isn't my initiative one, minus one? Yes. Yeah, it might be. So is your initiative one? One. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha? 27. Ugh. 25. Sasha, you are certain there is something on the roof above you? Yep. It's your turn. I am going to essentially climb up it in the speediest acrobatic way possible. The building is 15 foot tall, the front of it. I think I could probably jump that. 
I would allow you to climb or acrobatics it. It's so ruinous that you could do either. You could do bouncing or climbing. Acrobatics it. Okay. Uh, because I've got six more points in that. That's how that works. Um, and it won't be stealthy at all, probably. That's fine. So that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's going to be fighting it, right? So <laughs> yeah. It's going to notice. Yeah, I am not going to sneak up on this thing, I assume. Okay. It's, well, Give- actually, I'm. Can't I get to the top and push it off the building? Yes, yeah, like that's building. a that's a valid action, but you would have to go up and reveal yourself to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do that. If I get this acrobatics check, can I do the fact that I'm flipping through its space so that it's flat-footed? I would allow that. Yes. <laughs> well, roll, roll first. That subtle pitch oh, bend of despair. Right, that's twenty-four. Twenty-four. <laughs> yeah. So you manage to flip up onto the top. Yep. There's no one there. You oh, land perfectly no placed yeah. to shove someone off the wall. I stab the air in a slashing motion all around me. Okay. Give me an attack roll. Classic Zelda spin attack. <laughs> oh, that wasn't good. Oh, no. Um, so that's 19. 19? Yep. I have to make an additional roll. Oh, okay. This would be the mischance based on concealment. Nothing there, presumably. Okay, she's gonna grip like this woman is not getting pushed off. If it means if there's no wall there and she has to crouch because she's on a roof, that's fine. (laughs) But like, you ain't pushing this lady off the roof. Hamid, you're up. Sasha has stealthed away. Is Azu's armor fully on yet? I assist. Okay, good to know. I believe halves the amount of time. It does. It does. It will take you, if I remember... What's your armour penalty? So what's the minus you're getting from your armour? On earth, is it? Wait, it might be sure it's four. Have a flip over. It should be near the armour. Mine's minus three. Oh, you haven't written down. Okay, you wearing an agile (laughs) breastplate? Yes. Yeah, it's minus three. Okay, great. So there's a fun little rule in Pathfinder. I can't remember if it's core or not, but it's still good, which is that your armour check penalty, which is, you know, the negative for wearing big bulky armour, is how long it takes to put on. Great. So minus three means it takes three minutes. With assistance, it'll take one and a half minutes. Yeah, and we started before we rolled initiative, so we'll have made some progress. So you're looking at what, like, rounds. like six rounds before all your armor's on? Really? Yeah. Rounds are very quick. Rounds yep. are like 15 seconds. Six, the six. time lensing is <coughs> really oh. extreme. Gosh. I'm just going to have to do this half-armoured. <laughs> I'll, I'll only have my legs Half-armed. <laughs> yeah. Sasha, what's your AC, hypothetically? 20. She'll be flat-footed if she doesn't know there's an assailant there. I do know there's an assailant. It's just where... That's, I think that's Alex's call. There is she the important does. thing. Okay, Irritatingly, <coughs> she does. Fair. Infuriatingly, she does. He respects the critical fail. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> that's never good. Roll some dice and then laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Sasha. Yep. Stud, brace, ready for someone to, potentially mm. invisible, who knows, to, to mm. push her off. Or attack or stab, yes. The first blow comes from immediately overhead, from a place where no one could possibly have been stud. It is brutal and slams into the side of her head mm. with amazing force. Before she can catch her breath and even see what's happening, mm-hmm. the second blow comes in on the opposite side, on the left midriff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't throw her prone, but it is brutally hard and deals 27 <gasps> damage. Okay, I'm... F- Frick. Oh my god! Three hit points. No! Some sort of swear word. Yeah. Einstein. She shouts. Oh, there we go. What? In pain. <laughs> <laughs> 
Einstein freezes, then comes over and starts helping Azu with Azu's armor. Azu, I'm assuming you're putting on your armor. Or are you bailing? You heard the scream. What's happening? What's happening, Azu? You've got six <laughs> seconds to decide! Well, no, you've only got like one second to decide and then five seconds to do it. I am going to hurry up putting it on my, on my armor. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how badly you're hurt. <laughs> Sasha, you're up. I'm going to flip to the other side of the roof and throw has, a bomb to where I just was. Has the person become visible? Yeah, because no. they attack. Oh, Jesus, they've got greater invisibility, not just invisibility. Okay, so I'm going to... Don't tell us these things! It only, lasts, it only lasts a certain number of it rounds. It could be a spell-like ability. We don't know it's a spell. Yeah. yeah, okay, so she's going to flip to the other side of the roof and throw a bomb to where she just was. Give me the acrobatics roll. Okay, that's 18 plus 15, 33. You know what's <laughs> nice about your acrobatics roll? I never need to look up what it would take to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes the game go so much faster. It's yeah. a counter-acrobatics roll. It's true, yeah. but I happen to know, I don't think they could get that, whatever them are. Basically, if I roll above 10... I'm safe. I'm, like, I'm safe as houses. Don't bother looking it up. What's the point? Why roll it? Why bother? Yeah, I mean, it's just a bomb, though. It doesn't do a huge amount of damage. So you flip yeah. and you throw the bomb. I need you to be specific on the map. Um, precise. If she was here and something mm-hmm. hit her above, yep. she essentially rolls and flips over here and throws the bomb to exactly where she was. Okay, give me the attack roll. Come on, Sasha. Die well. <laughs> Don't die at all. Oh, that's... Only 17. Ooh. There'll still be mischance. But splash. What's the splash damage? Splash. Uh, four? The splash damage is three. Three. The bomb explodes. Yeah. Apparently doing nothing. Okay. But in the air above it, you see a brief, peculiar shimmer to the air. That's what and I was it's hoping for. There's a moment where you think you see, mm-hmm. like, purple like you know oil slick on water mm. like that if that was something skin but then the the uh, the shape of what we'll never know uh. and I think I will end the episode there okay with... three hit points everyone yep three Woo! everything's oh, exactly. fine something perfectly invisible by yourself it should yep. go. yeah let, let's make the audience wait a week shall we yeah. now take yeah, the... yeah take you know what yeah, yeah yeah wait a week we waited months deal with it yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> all, all, of you, all of you practice your eulogies for Sasha and we'll see you next week genuinely uh, she might she's gonna like shout again I think as she flips well it'll be loud bye guys yeah bye, bye. it's not good Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Building, and you realise it's coming from the far side of the illusion. Oh, 
I'm really looking forward to this soundscape. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Oh. So, so the rumbling continues. There's some pots and pans fall over. Then there's a dog is let <laughs> no, out and these, runs these, these do not happen. These aren't things that happen. <laughs> the um, birds fall out of the sky. That, that's the brass band walks past. <laughs> None of this is happening! None of this is happening! <laughs> so, there are a few things you can get to me at, but extra work is one of them. <laughs> so, Everybody's stomachs rumble <laughs> at the same the, time. Uh, of course. The, James walks in <laughs> with a cold. Send him back. Send him back. Also, when you guys were huddled up, all I could think of was Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Jake. Yes! Yes! <laughs> As he's rolling. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I'm absolutely Terry. <laughs> I can see myself as Boyle, and uh, obviously you are one hundred percent Rosa. Just yeah, just, oh. just a thing. Yeah. yeah, what that makes wild Chelsea Peretti's character. Yes, she's just so extra. Yes, <laughs> and she's all about the resume. <laughs> <laughs> He's an illusionist. It's so perfect. Hello, all. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm today. I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the programme audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.